superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, 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 this is the Rich Eisen Show. Let's be positive here. This is a glass half full show. So much of this world is going to crap. We all feel it. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Maybe Houston Texans are already on a bad. <laughs> Two and 15 at best. Earlier on the show, Titans offensive tackle Taylor Luan, Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians, NFL chief medical officer Dr. Alan Sills. Coming up, two time Emmy award winning actor Eric Stone Street. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hey, everybody, it's the third hour of the Rich Eisen Show, and we've already had two hours of information and entertainment and chopping it up, all sorts of good stuff. Taylor Lewan of the Titans, Bruce Arians, the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. One week from today, we'll know if he's 1-0 or 0-1 or, heaven forbid, 0-0-1, because you wouldn't be happy about that as a Dallas Cowboy fan, no, would I'm you, leaning TJ? I'm more towards him being 0-1, but hey, that's just me. Okay, that's very good. Um, and uh, we uh, we also talked to Dr. Alan Sills, the chief medical officer of the National Football League, about protocols and health and safety and obviously vaccination and all that sort of stuff. And if you missed any of it, go to YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show, continuing the run of people who I adore. And I say that even when they're not on hold to hear me introduce them <laughs> on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, one of my favorite people, um, and not just because he's supremely talented, he's also engaged to be married now. Life is great for this man because he's also reprising his role of Randy Reed. Unless, wait a minute, we've never seen him and Randy Reed in the room, same room at the same time. That's all I'm saying. He is one of the greats. Eric Stone Street, back here in the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Mr. Stone Street? Hi, buddy. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. That was such a nice interview. Or I mean such a nice intro. My pleasure. I wanna give it I wanna just tell everyone how I feel about you. Um so, uh where do you want to start with this one? How do you feel about your Chiefs right now? You gotta be feeling good, oh. right? What do you think? What do you think? Rich, I've said many times I go into every season feeling the exact same way, confident, excited, uh feeling like we're gonna win the Super Bowl, and it feels that way. Again, I think our I think our team is deeper. Uh, than the team that won the Super Bowl, deeper huh? than the one that lost the Super Bowl, deeper than the one that should have gone to the Super Bowl uh, the year before, before, before. So I'm feeling great, man. We've got a heck of a roster. What makes you think they're deeper, Eric? Well, uh, our offensive line is 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 deeper. We've finally, you know, love me, love me some Brett Veach, but we've finally got an interior line and backups. You know, quality backups. You know, I love Fisher. Wish Fisher was still our left tackle. Uh, you know, his injury happened at exactly the wrong time for him and for a city that grew to love him. But, you know, we've got Zeus over there now, so I'm feeling great about that. Our right tackle, we got quality right tackle in Remmers, who fought his butt off last year to be a right tackle after we lost Mitchell Schwartz. And now we've got Lucas Niang, who's the rookie, kind of, but. Not really. Who's doing great? And then we go to Trey Smith. I think maybe we'll come out as one of the best, if not the best draft choice of the entire draft. I think he's an all-pro guard waiting to happen, baby. <laughs> I love it. I got to tell you, man, um, the home schedule for the Chiefs, and I know you're you're a season ticket holder there, um, this is like a who's who of the NFL, man. 
I mean, yeah. Browns, obviously we know Chargers, Bills. Um, the Giants are coming out on Monday night. You got the Packers, the Cowboys, the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> holy crap. I mean, like, th- th- it's it's a it's a who's who, but it's also big, huge tests with the Chargers, yeah. too, who I think are going to be vastly improved. This is good. Don't we say that, don't we say that every year? Don't uh... we? I mean, come on. I don't we just say the Chargers, you know, the team to beat the AFC West, and then Chargers going to do Chargers stuff. I mean, look, I love their quarterback. I think he's great, but uh, I like my Chiefs. Uh, Broncos defensive backfield, I understand. I've been watching that a little mm-hmm. bit. It's great. But I just love watching all the other teams in the AFC West gear up to have to beat us. That's That's a new paradigm switch for me, right? Usually we're the team. We were the team of my childhood that was always doing what we needed to do to to try to beat other teams. Well, now teams are teams are doing what they need to do to try to beat us, which is a great place to be. Uh, we got great wide receivers. We we kept four tight ends. Jody Fortson, just a stud in camp. Blake Bell, the belldozer, Oklahoma's belldozer. <laughs> Noah Gray. I mean, I'm sorry, a four tight ends lineup in that preseason game. Uh, in a preseason game when you know Andy Reid's not play, showing his real play with four tight ends. Right. So, uh, good luck. I mean, I'm sure it can be done. The other team on the other side are also professional athletes, but I'm here to see you cover that. You know what? It's interesting. Eric Stone Street here on the Rich Eisen Show. You talk about a different paradigm. Um, you're going to have to help me with this one because Tony Romo, who's rarely wrong. I mean, the guy calls his shot. He even said after the Chiefs beat the Bucks in the regular season last year, I think, you know, maybe we'll see the, these two teams on this turf for the Super Bowl later on this year. Nobody was saying that. Tony said it, and he was right. He said that Zach Wilson oh, of the Jets, he said Zach Wilson of the Jets has such a high ceiling. He sees the fact that he could be a top-five quarterback in the next couple of years just he looks like Mahomes is what he said and I don't mm. I don't know how to handle that Eric I don't well I'm, I've it been there I, I just what I'm saying like can you help me like um you know where you put all your hopes in this person and he actually yeah. does become that like how like what yeah. what should I look for how do I handle something like that Eric do you have I'm some not sort of kidding counsel? you when I say this I'm getting I'm getting chicken skin and teary eyes thinking about it for you <laughs> I mean, you are bringing me back to when the realization hit that Brett Veach and the Chiefs drafted our franchise, and we had him on our roster. When I started hearing stories about training camp from some of my friends and things he was doing, and then when it came clear we were willing to deal Alex Smith, I I know what you're feeling right now. Here's what I would say to you as a longtime fan of a team that has disappointed you. Yes. Hold tight. (laughs) Steady, <laughs> steady, Rich. Okay. Hold, <laughs> hold, and you'll know when you know. Okay, right. It's gonna happen. Uh, it's gonna be the moment that you and I shared during the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens game when it was third and thirty-eight, and Mahomes hits Tyreek Hill for thirty-nine yards, and you're like, "That's my quarterback." <laughs> I know, right? I mean, because again, Eric, um, I, I feel like we have a you know a, a lot in common, and uh, you know, uh, love of family, and lucky to have the jobs that we have, and you know, I, I found the the woman that I love a while ago. You you and Lindsay are now engaged, so we're we're there now together. There, I need to be together with you on the generationally talented quarterback that changes everything around. I need to be there, Eric, with you. I know. I need I know that. You've been so close. Well, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for you. I, I, I would, lo- I would love it for you. You're. Thank you. You deserve it. You and New York deserve it. I can't imagine. It doesn't. Compute. No, no, Eric. Yes, they don't do. deserve oh, it. You they be don't quiet. actually oh. deserve it. I want you, Eric. Though, first off, congratulations on your engagement, buddy. That's thank awesome. you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. I want you to just say you're going twenty and zero. Like I know you want to do it, and we all want you <sighs> to, to to be that guy. Just just say it. Like we're going twenty and zero. No. I'm not going to do that to anyone, let alone myself. Look, I, the NFL is it, the, the 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 regular season is a long road to hoe. 
we don't have to be 20 and 0. We, you know the truth. We only have to be 1 and 0 at the end of the season. Exactly. And that's in the and that's in the big game, right? right. So <clears throat> we have the team to beat a lot of other teams. I'm excited. The Chiefs are excited. Like I, I they have so much fun uh, with each other. In my experience, being around the guys, that's all. That tone. That playful work ethic is all set by our beloved Andy Reid. He sets that tone of like, gentlemen, it's time to get to it, but let's have some damn fun while we're doing this, right? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I love that aspect about my team. They're pranksters, they're jokesters, and uh, but I, I won't say 20 and 0. That's Patrick's goal. I love it. He can actually do something about it. Yes, I'm just a fan. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> Don't worry. Brockman, Eric, is just trying to steer the conversation away just oh, in yeah. case I was going to go in the direction, which is uh, Cam Newton resigns of the team. He likes that. They draft Mac Jones. He's like, why are we drafting somebody when we've got the guy? Like, why would they Hold do on. something Again, like that? not what I said. Absolutely. Not what I said. Yes, and now he's all Mac Jones is the next Brady. Oh. Now he's all the way in. Oh. Like, he's all the way in on Mac Jones. But I don't have any other choice. Uh. Well, yeah, you don't. It's true. I mean, he's got to do what he's got to do. I figured you were a Buccaneers fan by now. <laughs> well, I do. I'm still on Brady. If they keep winning, that's totally fine. Of course he me. would be. Yeah. Of course he would be. And yeah. by the way, Chris, you've got to root for the Chiefs because if the Chiefs make the Super Bowl here in Los Angeles, oh, the Super Bowl the party, party, the Super yeah, Bowl time, party yeah, at yeah, Eric no. Stone Street's house no, is going to no. be what the kids say. <laughs> no. lit. Yeah, lit. right. Lit. We miss your Christmas yeah, party. <laughs> we got to come back. Yeah, no, uh, it's got to make a comeback, the Super Bowl party at Stone Street's. That would be it. Can you believe that? I would love it if we're in the Super Bowl in L.A. That would be incredible. I haven't been in L.A. in a year, but, I mean, I'd love to come back for that. Oh, rematch. Just run it back, Here we Eric. go. Run All right, back. let's get into it. Uh, the, the Randy Reed character is as yeah. great as ever. So you went to training camp again and and uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and and got around there and, and had your fun with him. Walk, walk, walk yeah. me through that whole process. For you, well, you know, or... this started this started three years ago, and I did it just. I've only done it twice. Mm-hmm. I've only, you know, and and coaches asked me privately to do a couple things for the team off the grid that I've done. But, you know, listen, it's my contribution as trying to keep things fun. I mean, that's that's what I'm. That's what my goal is here. Veach called me this year, and he's like, "Are we bringing Randy Reed back?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, last time I was there, we won the Super Bowl, so I think you know what uh, <laughs> what we were missing last year." So that kind of was the premise of it is last time I was here, we won the Super Bowl and I never got my Super Bowl ring. So we jump off there and look, the guys love it. I wouldn't be able to do it if Coach Reed wasn't Coach Reed and gave his blessing and approval and access to everything. A lot of people can't believe that happens, but they got a team there. Rob Alvarino is the new vice president of communications. He embraced it. We'd never met before. He's like, let's do this. And they rolled out the red carpet for us. My co-writer, Jerry Collins, who's an incredible guy, written a lot of stuff in L.A., and he comes and helps me with that. And then we had a new guy. I, I just got to get their names in here. Andrew Feely, who edited this thing, he, he just killed it. They all killed it. The Chiefs killed it. And the goal is just to have a little fun with the players. They genuinely are confused, Rich. You would be so happy to be a little – fly on the wall to see the rookies who have no idea <laughs> who I am <laughs> and then like, what my capacity is with the team. You would have so much fun watching the new guys that are free agents that are in camp. Derek McKinnon had one of the best moments of the training camp. It didn't make it in the cut, but I walked up to him with the Theragun on the sideline. He is sweating. He's out of breath. He's drinking a glass of water. And I walk up and I nudge him with that thing while it's on. I said, hey, you need this. And he looked at me. He looked down at my spats on my ankle. He looked back up at me. And he's like, no, man, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> he, he, he was so confused. I was like, bro, I got I to gotta tell you, man, that was one of my funniest moments. Uh, the funniest moments just hit. <sighs> Like them catching tennis balls with the te- the machine that throws tennis balls at them, yeah. and me jumping in there trying to get in, be- like cutting in between these guys, like <laughs> genuinely confused what's going on. And then the the veterans, they uh, they're like, hey, you got anything? You know, you gonna say anything to me? The coaching staff, they're all interested this year. You know, made sure we got Spags, the enemy, Tobe, and uh, everybody included. Uh, you know, it's just a fun thing. I don't know that it'll last forever. It's just my little love letter to the Chiefs. Of, 
I can't bring much to actually winning, but I can bring a little fun and lightheartedness to training camp. Fantastic. On those days. It's fantastic. I mean, we just showed some, while you were telling those stories, some uh, some video uh, without the sound. It's just you parking in Veach's spot with the, uh, with, the, with the huge golf cart. Now, what was the one with Mahomes coming from behind and stealing a towel? What was that one? That, that one I hadn't seen well, yet. Well, I was, I was talking to the offensive line about, yeah. you know, the technique that I had told the team about last time, which was Kodiak, which is <laughs> low man wins a lot of times, but also tall man scares other guys away. So I, w- I want the offensive line to get up and big, tall, like a Kodiak there. So I was going through that. Mahomes comes up and steals my towel and takes off running. Uh, we, we ended the clip before I uh, ran too far because I looked so pathetic running after Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, we got to cut out of this before I, I look too embarrassed. The, embarrassing. The taking a knee and stretching too behind two. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I, that is just so funny. funny. And I just love the fact that Reed's into it. Like that the actual Andy Reed is into it. He loves it. Yeah. That's great. Look, man. I mean, here's the deal. Coach is like, I, you got this amount of my, amount of my time. I would never want any Chiefs fans or anyone out there because they're, I, you know I'm as big of a Chiefs fan as any other yeah, person. Yeah, you're not disruptive. My number one rule is I don't want to be in the way. I don't <laughs> want to take anything away from the job at hand. So Coach gives us a very limited amount of time that we have to get his stuff done. He's into it. He loves it. He's welcoming and loving. He's a great. I you know I love him to death. And then otherwise, it's there's just a couple rules. Stay, stay out of here. Stay out of there. I'm mic'd up. Just go out there and kind of, kind of have fun. But man, I gotta tell you, dude, th- there was one one moment that didn't make the cut either. Yes. Where one of the defensive ends was like, "Man, I'm so confused. Who who are you? Like, what are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> and one of the, I think Frank Clark says, "Man, that's Randy Reed. You don't know who Randy Reed is." And he's like, "No." And he was so out of it. So finally, I said, "Hey, man, my my name is actually Eric Stone Street." I was on a show called Modern Family for 11 seasons, and he stopped in his tracks and he goes, are you serious? And I said, yeah. And he goes, man, I used to watch that show religiously, and I'm telling you what, the other defensive linemen bust up laughing, saying, you used to watch it religiously? Like, religiously, huh? So that was the, the moment there. I, it just the, the dawn of the realization of I'm not a coach, I'm not – part of the team in any way i'm there literally just to clown around is so fun to watch happen eric i love it it's just it's funny it's just funny for everybody to watch too and it's just great to see the players get get into it and andy get hey look when andy reed uses his phrase the time's yours and it's in your direction to have fun with everybody the answer is yes every single time i'm sure so that's great well you know the organizations in the nfl they they get a bad beef on so many things you know the, the not fun league and blah 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 blah, 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 whatever. And I just love that the Chiefs are my team, and they're also a team that's willing to, like, have a little fun and poke, you know, get a peek behind the curtain a little bit. Uh, I'm very respectful of everything and how everything goes, but um, I just love it. But I I don't know how many many more years um, Randy Reed will make an appearance. I guess he's he's got a – He's got to move on at some point. Yeah, he's got to go. He's got to go boating, right? He's got to go on a boat, right? He's got to go. What is it? Well, now I'm into drones too. I can set you up in a drone. Uh, I can get you into drones. Drones are the future, jet baby. Skis. Drones are the future. That's what it was. Jet skis before. That's it, right? Oh man. Yeah. Uh, now it's drones. All right. Last one for you. Have Have you been on a, a a Royals minority ownership Zoom with Mahomes? Has that happened? Has that happened yet? No. 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 We have it. We talked about it a little bit. I don't have. I don't. Do, I don't have much to say or much to do. You know. I just. Right. I, I mostly I just continue being a fan and and I'm happy to have been able to invest uh, in in the Mahomes is now the Mahomes now owns. He's part ownership of a Whataburger deal. He's got ownership in the Kansas City girls soccer team here. I think Sporting Kansas City, the Royals. I'm like, gee, many Christmas. I got, I got to up my game of ownership. So you're not you're not storming in Steinbrenner style, demanding Mike Witt's kid gets at bats right now. You, <laughs> you're not doing that. No, <laughs> I'm I'm not doing that. I don't want any of that responsibility. That's <laughs> uh, so that's funny though oh man well, oh. dude i i uh I, I i miss seeing you i haven't seen right you back in, at like, you. person in over a year it's been too long we'll do it whenever you're around and so is there anything you want to tell him i know you're up to a ton of stuff when when do we see you on television 
other than just watching? Well, I got the show Domino Masters. It's coming out in January. I okay. shot that. I was out in L.A. for a month shooting that. That's going to be epic. Everybody's kids are going to freak out over it. Mine will. It's so neat. It's so competitive. It's a chain reaction, Rube Goldberg domino show where okay. these engineers and of people that d- design these amazing builds and they have to do it in 16 hours. But I'll start doing press for that and come back on for you. And okay. then um, Great. that's about it, man. I've been loving my life in Kansas City. I can't believe that, uh, you know, I was in L.A. for so long and I came back here and it's been such a blessing to be around my parents and my family and just doing my thing here and it, it feels good i'm about to turn 50 and i'm engaged i finally uh, pulled that trigger <laughs> yeah we're looking at but i love the photograph you put out of it and i don't know how she puts up with you man with all the times that you you you, you take pictures of her on instagram when she doesn't know that she's on or she's I mean, oh, yeah. you, you and Lindsay are just uh, great to watch. That's great. I couldn't be happier for well, you, Eric. People it's were great, saying man. I look like her dad. I'm like, I'm 39 <laughs> years old. Like, she has nine-year-old boys. Uh, how can I? Uh, and she's forty. She's going to be 42 years old. I can't help that she's beautiful, and I can't help that I look like a grizzled mine worker, apparently, or something. <laughs> Oh, love you, Eric. You, you take care. I love you guys. You, you take care, man. No Chiefs, man. I promise you, baby. I'm not going to say 20 and 0, but I'm going to say a lot and oh. of wins. <laughs> just, just a quick prediction. I mean, what? Like, what do you got? You, know, I mean, like, you got it? Like what do you 15 got? and 2. What do you got? You want anything? 15 and 2. Mm, I'm not saying anything. Veach is listening. Veach has texted me while I've been on the phone. Brett, get out of his. Stop sliding into his text while we're trying to get him to put some bulletin board material up there. I'm not going to be locker room material. (laughs) Take care of yourself, Eric. We'll chat soon, man. Love you guys, man. Right back at you. you. See you soon. That was a blast. That was great. I like that Eric is finally at a spot that I used to be at forever. Is just you just kind of oh we're going to the Super Bowl this year and who are we playing? I think it's awesome. It's cool as a fan. Am I going to get there? You think I'll get there? I think Zach Wilson could be awesome, but I think he needs a lot more around him. I don't know about that. Corey Davis is really good. Yes, I think Elijah Moore is going to be really good. Yeah, too. he is. Let's get some little a couple more linemen. Just a couple more. To balance out the left, which yeah, is yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. The, like the, left. Le- the left is hey, just man, like a huge, dude, big dude, mountain. Seattle, Seattle, like... ma- Seattle made a ton of hay with uh, yeah, yeah. with their left side of the line. And I understand, you know, Walter Jones and Steve Hutchinson have busts in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> right. I get it. Right. I understand. Right. But that's the idea. Yeah, that's the idea. That's the idea. That's, that's the, the idea. blueprint. Mm-hmm. The teal print. Hey, yo. Let's take a break because I'm going to go places I shouldn't right now. <laughs> oh, boy. Which is optimism. I shouldn't go there. All right. Uh, we will come back. And Tom Brady had something fascinating to say that has spread throughout the Twitterverse like wildfire. And I've heard it before from a first ballot Hall of Fame friend of ours. That's coming up. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Ready to see some of Randy Reed's work? <laughs> no Let's doubt. do it. Let's go. Check it out. <laughs> Coach, I think that's the long snapper. It's, kind of snapper. it's not the long snapper, but it's your long, long throw. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly, man. Oh, great to see you. <laughs> it was emotional seeing my big brother after so long. Felt like I was coming home from a war. Except I was coming from my jet ski business in Oxnard, California. 
we sell jet skis and oh now now also we sell we sell drones too drones are the future baby you've randy a ring yeah it was great <laughs> to see randy again uh, uh, i missed him players missed him you know it wasn't the same last year without him yeah i mean look it's uh it's great to have randy back <laughs> i guess Go get it in. How far are we going? <laughs> See all you guys get up. I'll tell you, man, the guy's gonna get enough. I mean, he, he's our super ingredient. What's up, potato chips? <laughs> what they call a waggle here? Who are you again? Who are you? What's up, Ricky B? What's up, Alan? <laughs> What's up, bud? What's up? What's up? What's up, Jay? Trey? Bradway? Yeah. You already talked about this, man. I got it. I got it. Sorry. Working progress. Yeah, Chief's good. You guys are working your tail off. Love the attitude. Chief! Super Bowl. Hey, I want to tell you. Chief! Some chili relleno burritos from Ramundo's, Oxnard, California, for our first night. Man, that's why I love them. Yeah, all right. All right. One team. One vision, baby. Let's go! Also, the fact that Andy Reid has bought in and okayed all that of this. That was amazing. So he, called, he called Pringle potato chips. Yeah. What's up, potato chips? <laughs> Ricky B., Rick Burkhalter, is a longtime trainer with Reid. Go back to Philadelphia together. I think Rick Burkhalter was one of the guys who was like around T.O. back in the day, too, oh, and sure. with the ankle and all that business. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that so great. he's like, that's what I love about Stone Street. He gets everybody involved in it. Very trainer. Funny. Hey, we, Eric, we talked about this. Or, Randy, sorry. sorry, my bad. Sorry, sorry. Oh, my. He does it again. No, but he does it again. <laughs> Jet ski and now drones. Oh, my gosh. Call Randy. <laughs> Fantastic. The whole thing. Back here on our Rich Eisen Show radio slash Peacock streaming audience, and uh, we're one big happy family. Let's go to the phone lines, shall we? Um <laughs> okay, these are these are words that I've not seen typed into our computer in a while. Um, let's go to the Bills Warrior in the Land Unknown. That's been what's been typed in by Adam, our call screener. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, uh, is the caller there? Well, well, I've got some bad news for the Chiefs fans because the forces standing in their way are the Bills Warriors. <laughs> where, <laughs> that would be bad news. Where, bad where news. are you? Where are you calling from, Bills Warriors? Warrior hails from the land unknown. Okay, so what do you like? Seriously, like, what do you? Please let, let me let me have a few minutes here with the uh, with, sure. with with the Bills war. Uh, what? Why? Why are you uh, coming for the Chiefs Kingdom, Bills Warriors? What do you got? Well, I've been given a mission to bring together the spirit forces of all Bills Warriors and to conquer, destroy, and eliminate the weak that prey upon them. With the combined powers of the Bills Warriors, we will summon an uncontrollable force that will infiltrate the heart and soul of the Buffalo Bills to achieve the greatest feat known to the football gods, the Super Bowl. And you have... Uh... If we will win it, it is only a question of who will be the broken, dismembered, and eradicated that lay in our path of our glory. I'm, I'm all for this. This is tremendous. <laughs> okay, thank you for the call, Bills Warriors. I, I, Bills Warriors, I, I think he's the land unknown is the uh, parking lot. Of New Era Stadium. Phenomenal. <laughs> Did he just jump through a f flaming it table? Like, hey, look, man. I'm not sure. Biggest threat to the Chiefs. Go. Uh, Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest threat to the Chiefs. Go. The Dallas Cowboys or the biggest threat to the oh, Chiefs. Gotcha. I don't think the Chiefs have a threat in the AFC. Whoa. Biggest threat to the Chiefs. You're saying is the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I mean, I kind yeah. of feel like I, I feel like. The bug, I the think we're going to get a, a three-peat with the Chiefs at the Super Bowl. No Browns, huh? Why? Because of the Browns. And not the Bills because <laughs> of the Bills. At some point, though, at some point, as you know, the Chiefs were always the Chiefs. By the way, the now they're the Chiefs. The Patriots were <laughs> dog doo-doo forever. Yeah. Yeah. But Patrick Mahomes is special, man. And so is Josh know. Allen. <clears throat> Josh Allen's really good. What, really if Baker, good. what if Baker shows up and starts winging around? 
It would be awesome and fun, man. You talk about the Raiders being good, being good, being good for football. If the Browns, he are had good, a terrific year last year. Baker Mayfield had a terrific too. year last year. Terrific. I I want to see. They need they need, you know, first two years in the week. Odell. They really need that dynamic stretch the field playmaker. Thirteen needs to come this year for the Browns. Uh, Jim in Riverside, California. Let's take your phone call. What's up, Jim? Hey, Rich. How are you? Uh, uh, First, I, I want to let you know, too, I feel your skepticism and your pain uh, about the upcoming Michigan football season. I grew up just south of Ann Arbor and a, and a, a loyalist, so I'm, I'm right there with you, buddy. But um, back to the game show talk. Yes, sir. Uh, you guys were mentioning some great game shows. Okay. A um, couple, couple you left off the list. Okay. The original Joker's Wild. Oh. Wink Martindale. With Wink Wink yep. or yeah. Jack Barry. Remember Jack Barry? Who it yep. is? I do. Yeah, he, he, yep. was, he was the one How on the – How about the uh, – Yeah. How about the, the Chuck Woolery-led Scrabble game? I remember yeah. that. What was fun. And then I, the last one here, do you remember Sale of the Century? Of course. Yeah. I remember that, Sale of the Century. A, that was a dandy. That just uh, took me back today, so I appreciate the uh, conversation. Of course. Of course. And that was the whole point, Rich. Just we could talk game out shows that, all day, man. Yeah. Throw some out that people may not have thought of. Remember, you know? what was the one What was the one with the uh, – hold on. Are you still there, Jim? Are you, yeah, yeah, I'm here. What was the one with the uh, the pro, like the big – boxes the prizes that jeff edwards was the host of it where it was like you would walk through like these big boxes that were in you know uh gift wrapping um wow you remember that 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 one it was that one's beyond it was i remember look up jeff edwards hosted game shows was it uh treasure hunt treasure hunt yes treasure hunt where you'd be going through these boxes and some would have nothing in them and some would have big huge prizes in them you know, I, think, I mean, none of us have mentioned let's make a deal. Right? Not yeah, a single yeah, one of us have mentioned deal, let's yeah. make a deal. None of us, which was Monty Hall. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it, Jim. Monty Hall, let's make a deal. One of the greatest episodes of The Odd Couple. And Rich, In just... the history of The Odd Couple, when I, just hold on, let me go on this jag for a second here. <laughs> I know I'm dating myself, but screw it. The Odd Couple <laughs> The Odd is one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. Some of them don't stand the test of time, like if you watch them again. But some of them do. And the one that does is Monty Hall is a friend of Felix and Oscar. And they go on Let's Make a Deal in costume. And, you know, you're not allowed to go on if you're friends with the host. And uh, it was Frederick Ungman and Ozzie Malone were the names that they chose. And they were each ends of a horse. (laughs) And what they wound up with is one of the funniest things of all time. They wound up with a, a bunch of canned squid because they turned down one of the deals. And Oscar and Felix on Let's Make a Deal was incredible, only surpassed by the episode in which they were on the TV show Password, which is another game show neither of us have mentioned. Alan Ludden was the host. And Felix and Oscar going on together on Password is truly some of the funniest television in the history of sitcoms and should be sought out by every single person tonight if you want to laugh we all need one the password episode of of the odd couple it's like the mixture of two of my favorite things of all time game shows (laughs) and the odd couple oh my gosh it is so phenomenal anybody needs a laugh have you ever seen it you've never seen it right no why because it's old (laughs) Do yourself a favor. Will you do me this favor? You still have you've, the fact that you've I'm not, not finished watching the Manchurian Candidate. I have not finished it. Is just an outrage. Still on my DVR. I still have half to go. Good to know. Yeah, I didn't finish watching it. I never started watching it. Rich, I, I have. I'm two episodes behind of Bachelor in Paradise. Okay, oh, so I got things to do this weekend. God. Priorities, He's Rich. saying that because he knows that's going to upset me. But it's <laughs> but, also true. It's, I was about to it's say, also it's upsetting true. and it's factual. So there's that. <laughs> I know it'll but make he you says mad. it in a way that he makes it seem like it's a joke just to troll on me. He but it's joking. true. Literally, you will spend three days, the labor, part of your Labor Day weekend, you'll shoehorn in those episodes that you need to finish around all of your Labor Day college football watching right well lance bass is guest hosting right now so it's like it's, it's important i think bachelor takes <laughs> precedence over college football for chris to be honest 
He just said Lance Bass is hosting, and that's important. Well, well, uh, what he said. David Spade did the first couple episodes. They're rotating guest hosts. I get it. That's wonderful. You know. Yeah, I understand. So it's like, yeah, Lance Bass is getting his turn. He had a great intro too. There was like a boombox, and they hit the play, and it was in sync, and it's cool. You know what they should do? They should have. <laughs> they should have a a a switch up of Bachelor in Paradise fill-in hosts and Jeopardy. They should have like a one of those crossovers. Like Mayim Bialik should do yeah, Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, Paradise yes. and Spade should do an episode of Jeopardy and see how it goes. That's fantastic. And then both franchises will be destroyed, which n- nobody wants. <laughs> nobody wants. All right. That. So look, Tom Brady said something that is so true. It is so true, and yet. Nobody knows it. It's true. I shouldn't say nobody knows it because people who know football, (laughs) people who know football get it. And that is putting the onus on defensive players to hit offensive players in a manner that does not hurt them. Okay. Forget about the strike zone. That is always should be on the defensive. Like, don't lead with your helmet. See what you hit. Don't go, like, hit in the strike zone. But sometimes there are violent hits that are not the fault of the defender. They're the fault of the offensive players involved. What do I mean by that? Here's Tom Brady in a, what appears to be in-house sort of symposium, Gronk's to his right, Mike Evans to his left, and the subject matter in question comes up. I think the one thing about football that's changed over the years, which I think is really hard for someone like me who's played a long time to watch, is like there it's not being taught the right way. Like a quarterback should only throw the ball to certain places because your receiver is in danger of getting hit. For example, when I used to play against Ray Lewis, mm-hmm. I wouldn't throw the ball to the middle <laughs> of the field because he would – He'd, he'd go after you, and he would hit, like, and we didn't always have the biggest receivers, but he would hit them and knock them out of the game. Mm. And now any, every hard hit is a penalty on the defense. So I feel mm. like they penalize defensive players for offensive mistakes. Mm. So, like, if a quarterback, I was watching the Chicago Bear game, <laughs> the, the, quarter, the quarterback like, messes up, doesn't see the blitzer, and, or the line screws up. I don't know what happened. But the quarterback or the line on offense, the defensive player comes in and hits him, hard and they throw a flag on the defense so they've almost moved the protection of your opponent to you as opposed to where it should be which is on yourself like if you're a quarterback you got to protect yourself and your players it shouldn't be the responsibility of your opponent to protect you Mm -hmm. and I think that's a real it's it creates really bad habits for players because you feel like I can basically do anything I could run and not slide I can throw the my receiver into any coverage and not have any repercussion for it. The only thing they're going to do is they're actually going to blame the defensive player mm-hmm. for making a good, solid hit, and now the defensive player is going to feel like, oh, I can't do that, mm-hmm. even though I feel like it was an offensive mistake. So in the end, I think it's a really disservice oh God, to the sport because yeah. the sport isn't being played at a high level mm-hmm. like I believe that it once was. It actually deteriorates because you're not teaching the players the reasons and the fundamentals of what the sport should be. And part of that might be in the fact that the rule emphasis about hitting a player considered to be defenseless being on the defensive player to make sure it doesn't happen rather than the offensive player, like Tom is saying. Tom's not saying that defensive players shouldn't be penalized for an illegal hit. It's just that in the flash of an eye, when something violent looks violent, they're throwing a flag on a defender when it's really the offensive player's fault for creating the collision. And part of that comes from a huge re-emphasis on the rule that happened one weekend many years ago. If you remember, there were three huge hits. Brandon Merriweather went top rope on top of Todd Heath. That was the... Muhammad Massaqua got blown up by James Harrison. Mm-hmm. And then the one play in question, you remember Dante Robinson blew yeah. up to Sean Jackson. Yep. And Marshall Falk, our buddy, Mr. Football Heaven, first ballot Hall of Famer who knows exactly where to be on every play because he not only knows the route, he not only knows the quarterback, 
He knows the defensive scheme pre-snap because he's studied his ass off. And he knows where you need to be because if you're in that spot and the defense is there, you're going to get hit. And the quarterback needs to know, don't lead my receiver into that spot. The defense is playing properly in its defense. You should know what defense you're running your route against pre-snap and certainly mid-play. And if you're going to keep running when you should sit down and your quarterback leads you to not sit down but to keep running, that's on the offensive player. You're creating the collision that you should be avoiding because you should know the defense that's being played against you. You should know the tendency pre-snap, and you should know what it looks like when you're running the play. And Marshall came on game day morning the next week and was the only one I heard throughout the entire process because everyone was saying Dante Robinson shouldn't do that. He was the one who said Deshaun Jackson's the one who didn't sit. He kept running. And his quarterback led him into it. And the problem on that play wasn't Robinson. It was Deshaun Jackson not knowing what the hell he was doing. And that's Brady talking truth. And a lot of players, unfortunately, well, look, for them, they don't have Brady's 20 years plus of experience and greatness. But a lot of quarterbacks need to know this stuff. And certainly this is why coaches tell receivers and running backs You shouldn't just know your route. You should know the route tree for everybody on the field because you might be in that position, and you need to know the defenses. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's why you don't put young quarterbacks and young receivers and running backs out there because they don't know what the hell they're doing, and they're going to get blown up. But right now it looks like the defender is going to be on the hook for that flag, and Brady's saying that's wrong. And there are a bunch of people who are retweeting this saying, Yes, sir. Hosanna. Yeah, videos are like 2 million views right Hosanna. now. Hosanna. Know the game is what he's saying. Play it at a higher level. Play it at a higher level. You playing it at a higher level and knowing your P's and Q's or your X, Y's and Z's will make a safer game. It's wild stuff. It's and it's amazing that here it's 2021 and Brady's saying this publicly and people are like, that's it. He's saying what? What is he saying? It should be on the offensive players to stay safe, not the defensive players. Yeah, the defensive players have got to hit in the strike zone. Sometimes, he's, you know, the violent hits that are taking place, the draw flag are not on the defenders because they didn't, you know, hold up. But why should they hold up if the offensive player and quarterback leading them to a spot that they should know pre-snap and mid, mid-play not to do? That's what Brady's saying. And I heard Marshall say it years ago on game day morning, and we were all like, what? What are you going to say tomorrow? Hmm. It's on Deshaun Jackson? Yeah. That's what he said. Now here we are, years later, Brady's saying it. Maybe that's why they're going to both have busts in the same room one day. We're back to wrap up this show and send you to Labor Day weekend. That's next on this edition of The Rich Eisen Show. Is it true or false that Eleanor Roosevelt was a babysitter of yours? My godfather was Adlai Stevenson, and my father and him were law partners at Sidley Austin in Chicago. My dad's dad was the one who was Secretary of War. When we went there, she invited us, and he was on his way to Yalta <laughs> to that big conference he had with Churchill, Stalin, him, and uh, yeah. Charles de Gaulle. I rode my bike that afternoon, and I hit a tree. And I had a concussion. And when I kind of came to, maybe for the first time I realized something, I looked over to the side and was kind of bleary-eyed. I could just see the knees, and I looked above the knees, and there was a, a, a glasses and a lap. And the glass and the lap were in the book, and I looked all the way up, and it was Eleanor Roosevelt. How did you wind up on Breaking Bad? They spent, I think, six long weeks looking for anybody but me to play the role. Um, (laughs) They luckily did not find anybody but me, so I had to go and do it, which was great. And the very first day that I was shooting was with Brian. Brian and I eventually are just sitting right next to each other in our little cast chairs, and I finally started to disclose how much I loved the show. And then I didn't really stop myself from (laughs) 
telling him in very, very detailed terms what how much I loved him. Eventually, I got to the point where like, and then in episode 12 and, and season two, and what you did in this one moment when you <laughs> you didn't raise your eyebrow, but you looked at her, he just kind of looked at me and just started slowly backing away from oh, me. Oh, God. And then he's like... <laughs> And I was like, oh no, I've gone super fan on him. He thinks I'm a total imposter. This is terrible. When you look at the numbers of what Cam has done in the last week, missed five days. Meanwhile, Mac Jones is taking all the reps against the ones on Wednesday. This is the preparation of a starter, mm. not the preparation of a backup. I think he's going to go with Mac Jones. Didn't see cutting Cam Newton coming, but that happened today, everybody. Cam Newton will not be on the 53-man roster for the New England Patriots. He won't even be on the team. It'll be Brian Hoyer backing up Mac Jones. Rich, if you come for the king, you best not miss. And the king is back. And his name is Mac Jones. Oh, baby, this is going to be an awesome year. You guys remember last year when I did the Cam Newton uh, dress-up on Monday after yeah, wins? Yeah. yeah. Mac Mondays, Rich, get ready. <laughs> Matt, you have the floor, sir. You know what? Tom Brady ain't walking through the door, oh. so you're going to get your comeuppance. No, no, Tom Brady has Tom walked Tom through the door. But his name's Mac Jones. Oh. oh. <laughs> Stage is set, everybody. Stage oh, is set. Yeah. There it is. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just only a slice of it. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Was Show. Was that this for... week? Did that happen? Uh, it all happened this oh, week. Yeah. We just, uh, back here on radio, we just showed our Peacock oh. audience some of the best of the week. We just were all over the map. My goodness. Lots of fun. This is what you want, TJ, with your TJ's Big Five or Big Ass Grab Bag. Big Ass Grab Bag. Big Ass Grab Bag. You wanted people calling in. I wanted I got to, another one. The yeah. People's Mailman in the state of Texas <laughs> joining right now. The People's Mailman. What's going on, People's Mailman? Oh, not a whole lot, Rich. What's going just, on? Just uh, trying to stay cool and listening to you guys talk. Thank you, Thank you sir. <laughs> What's going on? Y'all uh, left off one game show that I'd have to put on there. What's that? I remember watching it as a kid with my mom called Tattletales. Oh, yes. Oh, Bert yeah. Convy, right? People's yes. champ mailman, right? And, hey, TJ, let's yes, go sir. Cowboys. Oh, my man. You know oh, this. Wow. All let's right. Go. By the way, I love that. Thank you, sir. You take care. Uh, Call back. I love that. On his appointed rounds. Out there. Calling in, it's talking, man. talking, dude, dude. Bert Convey and Dak Prescott. <laughs> you, you love to see it. <laughs> Banana section. You love to and see it. by the way, Mike McCarthy uh-huh. called Dak today. You hear what Mike McCarthy called Dak today? Oh. Quote unquote, a full go. Full go. Full go. Forget yeah. that MRI that was yeah. precautionary. The precautions showed nothing. No. Precautions, yeah. Rich. Precautions. Yeah. precautions yeah. Man. You got to okay. take. You got to look. You got to sometimes Elective. look both left and right before you cross the street. Rich, MRI. sometimes you and I are in each other's mind because literally that was about to come out of my mouth, right. and you just said it. You yeah. got to make sure. Look both ways. You got to make sure you don't put too much popcorn on the over Redenbacher before you cross that Redenbacher popcorn. Before maker. you cross that regular season street, you got to look to the left MRI. And in the right MRI, you got to look at both. Just got to make sure everything's right. You got to look Settle at both. Down just a little bit. And before and before you start winging it around, you got to call the team doctor and the Yankees and Rangers to make sure everything's fine. Precautionary. And then you got to just you know get out there. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> you got to do that. Over under on Dak's third MRI, like week four. Stop. Full go. Full go, baby. I tell Full you, it's great. Go. I can't wait. Bucks by like twenty one. Hey, that's fine. So I don't know. I don't think it's going to be close. I don't. But I mean, we got a week away. Look, Pete. I don't think we understand what's happening in six days. I'll be honest with you. What what do you mean? I don't think you know. We've been talking about it. We've been talking about it. Seven months. I understand that. For me, I'm one of those types of guys that doesn't think about my vacation until I've gotten through the last work day before it. Okay. 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 You that way too? Yep, totally. You know what I mean? Like I got to get through all that, and then once it's then it's vacation time, and then I get through it, and then I find out I'm COVID positive. No, that's that, that was just this time around. But so you're I not going to think about week one until Thursday when no, the show's over? No, I'm getting to Labor Day weekend. Okay. And then I'm gonna get through it. Okay. Well, I and then this weekend, and then it just always it just like I, it just begins to dawn on me. It the season's here, it's here. but this yeah, particular here. this particular contest. This particular contest. Bucks, Cowboys. Dak back. Brady going for 
eight, back to back, at age 44. And he's brought the entire band back. Everybody's coming back. I know what Arian said earlier today on his different program, team saying that that's not you. He says that's the phrase they're using when they're pointing to the ring or the banner. That's not you. Oh, but it is. You that. didn't do that. But I don't want to say it's the it's the most defending champion players brought back to another roster since the '78 Steelers. We've never seen. In the era of current free agency and sure. collective, collective sure. bargaining agreements, we've never seen what we're about to see from Tampa. And he's like, that's not you. Hey, you didn't did. do that. And there's like 30 people on their roster going, oh, kind of did. All 22 <laughs> starters. But, all 22. But the idea is that's not you. This is you now. Sure. I mean, and I what's it. in front of you is something completely new. But I... I don't think we're ready to grasp that it's Dallas versus Tampa, Brady versus Dak. I know we're talking about it, but I don't know if we realize we're going to be strapping into this roller coaster in six days. Am I off? People thinking about it? I know we're we're (laughs) thinking about, you know, sports-wise. Last night's college football starting. College football. And we got we got some big college games this weekend. We got yes. four championship. Oh, well, what we do you? Got, by the way, um, yes, exactly. We got a lot. Yeah, going we got on. a lot going on. We but got, this is the this is it. Uh, this is it. Now, in that regard, what's the plan for Georgia football in your house this weekend? I mean, it's, I mean, shut just shut it down. We're not going to talk to. We're not going to talk to her. She's just going to be locked in. I'll, no, I'll probably be playing outside, just with, like with with, with with Cage. Just like she needs to focus. Just based on. Her, how she was this week with the Braves in town to play the Dodgers. Right. Like, she is so locked in, and it right. matters so much. Like, right. Leave her alone. Okay. Yeah, for me tomorrow, I, I don't remember Michigan and Western Michigan, 9 in the morning out here. I'll, I'll flip it on. I'll have it on. Of course I'm going to watch it. I mean, you're going to watch. I don't know what the hell. I mean, I'm, what are you gonna I'm not prepared. I'm is not prepared. He, I'm not mentally prepared. Is it going to be an office prepared. situation, or are you going to watch in the main room? Um, I think it'll be an office situation. Cooper will want every single television on in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Oh, boy. I can't <laughs> believe Michigan football's back. I can't believe it. Who's your quarterback? No, just like, let's just leave it alone. <laughs> Can we leave it alone? I mean, sure. I mean, I'm rooting for you. Are you? I mean, look, if I'm rich, I mean, if he's happy, it's going to be gotta, better, a better fall for I gotta, us. I got to rest up two, two a days next week. Rich, it's Cade McNamara as your quarterback. I know that. I'm just, I'm just, Kid you know. played well last year. Yeah, he did. What a great name for a, a, a quarterback, too. Good name. Good name. I know. Okay, Rich, speaking of next week, as you mentioned, two a day for you on Tuesday, yes. right? Yeah. We need to lock down our fantasy team name. Okay, let's do it. For the Allison Chains League, which I think drafts on Tuesday. Paul Rudd normally helps us with that. He's he's playing the role of Ant-Man right now in London. Well, I, don't know if they, I don't know if the right? times match up. Well, I'll reach out over the weekend and see if he's up for it. All right. If not, we'll just have to make the decision. I got ourselves. like a list of 40 names. <laughs> okay, great. There's lots to do tomorrow. There's lots to do. Uh, on this entire week. And then next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, baby. It's football oh, I mean, week next week. On. I cannot believe it. We made it. We made it. Thanks for the popcorn, TJ. My pleasure. Great job, Well buddy. done. Good we're, stuff with your top five. Wish I could have brought a car in, but hey, you know, you, you take <laughs> ass grab bag. That's the official name. Working on a sponsor. Ping pong table. Where is it? Did you give it away? It's still in the crib. It's really big and like, I don't know what Heavy to do with it. Take a picture heavy. of it. You got to take a picture of it. It's still yeah. in the box, isn't it? Still yeah. in the box. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. Have a safe Labor Day weekend. No doubt. We will chat with you again on Tuesday. A best of show coming on Monday. We're back for Peacock in a moment. 